sensitivities up on the way, right? I'm just, I'm Talk just during my intro. Sorry. Yeah, welcome to the uh, Way Off Track podcast, the uh, number one podcast in the entire world yep. related to track and field stuff. Yeah, we got to make sure we put the second part in or else people won't believe us. We, yeah, man, we could get sued. Um, I am your co-host, Kyle. I am Justin. Hey, this is our first video. We think, we keep saying this every yeah, episode. Every episode. Basically, yeah. Um, but now we actually got a camera that's not um, that's not fake on it? Amazon that you... We got we got duped. I got duped. No, he, he bought a 4K camera for $200. 150 Black 150 Friday. sorry. So he thought that he got lucky. Well, no, I was expecting... The what, brand was called 4K. 4K camera. I was expecting kind of uh, what we got, what I think. led you to that decision? Well, it was $150, so and it was free returns on Amazon, which it is getting returned. So I thought, well, give it a shot, and we... There's a 50-50 chance. It's a, which, which announcer is, they are who we thought they were. That, that one, that's basically the camera. It is what we thought it was. It was, it was, don't buy it. Anyways. I think that was a former Vikings coach. Dennis something. It was Dennis Green. There you go. Yeah, Dennis Green. Yeah, it was. I, I should know that. Sorry, I was trying they to think of a name that I didn't were. know who it was, you, and I actually remember who that is. I think it was. Dennis. Dennis. Dennis Green, I think when he was uh, coaching for the Cardinals, I think. Ah, uh, so not for the Vikings. No, well, he he's a most legendary for the Vikings, I would I would say. Well, you're Maybe a Vikings fan. I'll just give that to you. Sure, sure. Well, what should we uh, should we roll right along can't here? Can't you're a Vikings fan. I can't either. It's a it's a tough life. Nobody should do it. Um, it's but somebody has to. So it, yeah. that's not, not that's not on the topic for discussion no, today. No, so we'll leave that one alone. Um, let's roll into covering the meat, man. Let's let's hit the highlights of our our meat at Ripon. Yeah, we're already we're already going in hot. We are coming okay. in hot. Um, we, so let's backpedal. Last episode. We, we talked a lot about how this was going to go from a training perspective. And you were, you've been nervous, right? Yeah. You've been, you've been nervous because you, you're trying some new stuff. Yeah. You know, we said question mark, uh, new and improved with a question mark. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to speak too soon because it's only been one meet and it's the first meet and we have a meet next week as well, but we looked pretty good. We looked pretty good. I was excited. What, what I'll say, though. It was though, pretty wild. What the else? things I was nervous about, i not so nervous about. Sorry. Sure. No. All I was going to say is what I'll say is most of what our question mark was revolving around that 400-meter dash uh, uh, discipline. And I would yeah. say that we haven't put all the uh, horses in the race on that one yet. True. And it so, wasn't so much that I'm worried about what we'll run in the 400. It's more oh, because sure. we were doing another Sacrificing level of lactic. 60, you were saying. I yeah. was terrified of the 60. Yeah, that's and right. We'll, and uh, we'll, we'll jump into it here. We'll, we'll, we'll put that one in the, in the back. So um, we'll start off here because you worked with her um, yesterday. So we're going to go through meat highlights. We were at Ripon College uh yesterday is it sun it's sun we were at ripping yesterday yeah um for a track meet 
Wow. Okay. So we were there yesterday. Um, we gave this meat a, a, an icebreaker rust buster, you know, type of meat, uh, along with every other team that was there. It's really just getting the uniform on, getting the jitters out, just getting back into feeling a, a, a competition. And so nothing was really, you know, meant to try to throw every, all of your eggs in, in one basket for a meet. Um, I think a good amount of those teams that were there also are competing next week, or at least I know of two or three of them. Uh, and it was a relatively smaller invitational. So um, for us, we definitely left it um, left it on a positive note. We also were trying to just say, hey, we're going to get one event in, maybe two, um, nothing to overkill and and burn ourselves out for next week. So I'll start off for you. Um, let's talk about uh, our high jumping hurdling champ for both events yesterday, Riley, Riley Kent. Go yeah. ahead. She had an awesome day, and uh, in typical Riley fashion, she was kind of like, eh, on both of them. But right. she had a great start to the season. She's been practicing for a couple weeks after she's also a volleyball athlete, you know, took off the uh, volleyball shoes and uh, yeah. put on the, uh, well, a bunch of different shoes for track, I guess. So you really can't she put on the spikes. Condition. She put on the spikes. Yeah, there you know, because those cover high jump. Yeah, that covers. Hurdles. Yeah, that's Probably both. not the same shoe, but yeah. It'd be kind of cool Spiteful. if it was. Just like, whatever. But, uh, yeah, no, she had a great day high jumping. Kind of a weird thing. We had a ref that uh, referee that seemed to think like he was uh, officiating the USATF, uh, like, uh, what am I trying to say here? I'm I'm not Lost I'm not signing thought. off on this one. Kyle just had a little bit of a spat with the high jump official. I did. I wouldn't um, call it a spat. I'm I, gonna, no. He, I'll let you speak your piece. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, he, I don't. I, I wanna, wasn't there. More or less, there was some. He just a little bit of back and forth on trying to give her the chance to hurdle and get her high jump in. They were she, conflicting on times. The thousand happened because the multi was going on for this meet as well. So Rippin had a multi mm-hmm. during this invitational. So the the guys for their day two, they have a thousand meters to run uh, for their final event. And it gets plugged in, you know, whenever it it has to start. So unfortunately it threw off the time schedule. And so there was some um there is some distraction there. There was some friction. Well, what and, a, and what uh, a, Kyle was heated. So, well, I wasn't heated. You're making it sound a little that's not heated me. But what what cool it boils as a down cucumber, to? This guy, yeah, other other side of the pillow. Uh, <laughs> what it boils down to is she was just she came she went over to checked out to go over to hurdles a little probably a little early because they were running behind due to whatever it doesn't really matter. Um, and yeah, the the official didn't really do a great job communicating to me or anybody that she was pat and I could kind of see they were going up and passing their height and and I kind of okay I know they have to do that so I wasn't mad about that but when I came back um both our girls in the hurdles only had one attempt and I'm and I'm just you know we were going back and forth and like they need to have three consecutive misses before they're out in this event that's just how it works and they weren't counting those there was a pass not a miss so it was just a weird sort of thing but we ended up getting it all um, getting it all good and uh, for the benefit of the athletes they got to jump so in a, in a roundabout way Riley's still in a in a weird meet she high jumped five four yeah um, and ran a nine ten in the hurdles so Correct, we wanted yeah. to, she dueled up like we talked about it was pretty impressive um, you know like you know coach talked about mm-hmm. she she had a great great start to the year we want to multi her um, 
We want she's, her to want a multi. She's signed <laughs> off on it. Uh, yeah. Kind of it. Mostly. She's going to try it. So She does say she, she wants to try it's it. It's a scary event to do the multi. Uh, but <laughs> she's just too talented not to do it. She goes out and just walks a 9-10 in the 60 hurdles and then goes and jumps 5-4 on a meh day. You know, she's a sub-9 hurdler. Um last year as a freshman and she's jumped five, six, five, six and some change. So, um, yeah. Anyway, we wanted to make sure we gave her a shout out, a little bit of a highlight. She did awesome. She's, she's um, tied for ninth. I mean, first weekend of track and field meets and not everybody's go, but earlier, earlier. So you can't put too much stock in this, but she's, she's tied for ninth for hurdles yeah. and tied for One, fifth for high jump. The lead right now for D three women is eight seventy eight. That's a good time. That is a nice that's time. Start off the year. That's, that's cracking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she did awesome. Moving. So, Shout out to Riley. Uh, we're going to see what she wants to do next week. Um, maybe maybe something a little bit different. Maybe a little bit of a, hey, try, you know, we'll high jump again. But maybe we long jump and throw uh, the shot. Maybe Ooh. we should throw the shot. She's If she hears this, she's going to, she'll be fine. She wants she, she wants to do well. So, so anyway, she, she uh, shout out to good. Riley. Um, and speaking of, of high jumpers here, oh. we, we got to talk about, uh, our next highlight. So, do you want me to tell this story? Uh, well, yeah, on our tell next, the, on our tell next the story here? of you getting dunked on, and, and that didn't so happen. Gracious, right. he helped you back. He posterized you, and no. there, I think there was kids All in right. the gym so, with cameras and everything. Speaking of high jump, we had we had a, we had an overall great high jump day on the on the guys' side. <laughs> we did. Um, you know, we have all of them are all of them are newbies. They're all incomers. So just a mm-hmm. bunch of freshmen out there, you know, high jumping, and we we had a pretty good class of you know six six high jumpers and up uh coming this way six five six six high jumpers from high school but we have one that is brand new to track and field in general um so more or less early fall school's going on i'm over at the rec which is our university's athletic uh rec center um and i'm just you know shooting hoops uh you know playing pickup ball and Busting ankles. Yeah, just crossing, his crossing own, cats over. His own man. ankles. It was, it was rough. His own ankles. Rough on those kids. <laughs> yeah, those young bloods. They don't know. Um, but we're, I'm playing just pickup ball with just whoever. Um, and I see this kid walking in. And, you know, there's multiple hoops in this in this rec center. So he goes and, like, just kind of finds a random corner hoop or what have you, a lone hoop. Um, and he just starts casually... Uh, just dunking off one foot, you know, not, nothing too intense. You know, when you see some kids, when they want to, you know, dunk, they really get into it and they have to, you know, have the longest, you know, approach possible and really put themselves mm-hmm. in it to dunk it. I mean, this kid's taking like three steps and just jumping off his, his left and just, you know, putting the ball in. And I was just so impressed. I'm like, this kid's got hops. Um, he's a leaper. Well, more or less, he then jumps into a, uh, a pickup game and, he actually put some authority down with the dunk and he probably only takes once again, three steps. He like gets the ball at like, you know, between the top of the key and like the elbow. And he decides to put one dribble down and just takes two steps and just hammers it. hammers it. He did not tomahawk it, but what he hammered that? it. And so I'm mind blown. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> um, we're a relatively smaller college. So like, obviously it's early in the year and I'm just assuming this kid's a freshman because I've never seen anybody dunk like that at our school. 
at our university for just general students. And you're always scouting out the, uh, uh, scouting out the rec. No, I'm center. not. Like, I'm just over there to work out. <laughs> but I go and I grab him, and I, I, he's the game's over, and I was like, hey, uh, you're, you're a freshman, aren't you? And he's the, just a very humble, polite young man. And he just Great says, kid. Great he kid. says, he's like, yeah, I'm a freshman. I was like, I see you. Uh, Good job. I see you can, <laughs> I see you can dunk. And he just kind of like has that soft, you know, like, haha, yeah, I, you know, you know, I, I, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, tell you what, let me ask you a question. Uh, can you dunk with two hands? And I obviously already know the answer to this, but I'm just kind of like feeding into it. And he's like, yeah, I, I can dunk with two hands. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, well, tell you what, um, go stand on, oh, I asked him, what foot are you? And he says, I'm a left foot jumper. I was like, all right, cool. I want you to stand on the right side of the rim. And I want you to start around the top of the, you know, the basically let's just say half court for just this story in between half court and the three point line. And I was like, you know, take as many dribbles as you want, or if you don't have to dribble at all, whatever, but I just want you to jump off your left foot and I want you to dunk the ball with two hands and jump as high as you can. Um, he says, okay, you know, I can, I can do that. Um, and he goes and does it. And I not kidding you when he took his steps Probably only took about, you know, five or six steps to get to the rim. He takes off on his left and he reaches up and both of his forearms are just above the rim with the ball. He didn't even like have to slam it. He put the ball (laughs) just elbows and he just kind of set it into the hoop. And right there, I'm like, please want a high jump. (laughs) I went up to him. I was like, have you ever heard about the high jump? And he says, yeah, I've heard of it. And uh, I was like, well, uh, you know, you, you play any sports, you know, here. And he's like, well. He's like, you know, I thought maybe I can make the basketball team. You know, I, I, I played varsity basketball at uh, Racine Park, um, you know, down southeast is side of Wisconsin. Racine or is it Racine? Racine. 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 Sorry, don't, it's always, it's a, no, don't, I don't, don't know. hurt me. I don't um, think but anyway, he went to Park High School and he played basketball there. And um, he says, yeah, but I've, I've never high jumped. I said, you never high jumped in middle school or high school. He's like, nope, I've never done it. And I was like, well, tell you what, I want you to come out for the track team. Um, and I was like, is that something you'd be interested in? And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I've always just wanted to be a part of a team. And I'm like, great, great. Do I have a well, deal for you? <laughs> um, long, roundabout way here. Uh, he had his first track meet. Uh, and this is what's funny about it. He had his first track meet yesterday and his very first attempt. Cause he, this is the first time he's ever put on a uniform. First time he's ever like jumped in front of a crowd of people. And you can tell this poor kid's nervous. Mm-hmm. He, uh, his first attempt, he's about to take off and he just points toe his toe down. It. Oh, toe drags the just, last step, his left, just crashes and just crashes mat. right into the mat. <laughs> Everybody's all excited to be like, okay, let's see what he can do. Let's see how this kid can jump. Um, and the bar's at like 5'8. We put this kid, you know, on give a very some, low bar just to give him something. Give him some easy oh, ones, though. First attempt, this poor kid goes up and he just biffs it, goes right to the pit. And we, I give him crap, you know, and I'm just like, Hey, you know, like, well, can only go for you. Um, he's like, yeah, well, that was his first attempt. Uh, and his final attempt, he barely, I mean, he's going to do it. He, uh, he ended up clearing six, five and, mm-hmm. uh, missed out on six, seven by a fraction of an inch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Almost, the idea, almost had a two meter jump <laughs> at him the, at, and Aiden too. Yes. Was, had a really nice one there too. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, that the whole group did well. It was a very competitive meet for how small it was in the high jump. Jordan Wiesner was there, jumped seven feet. Is it Wiesner or Wesner? 
Wessner, Wiesner. He's a local area guy. He's jumped like seven five. He's graduated now, but yeah. Anyway, Jordan, Clay, Caleb, just Jordan. <clears throat> it's just, it, when you yeah. go by Jordan, you're just Jordan. He he's a stud. But uh, you know, Caleb, first time this kid ever high jumps, he decides to just you know casually jump six five. Uh, was his first meet ever in his life, and so it was. It was wild. He I mean the, the form is not there. He's just kind of growing and going. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I wanted to bring this up because this is a good talking point to really. I mean, it's got to be the kid to want to do it. But sure. you know, in the high school realm, my goodness, there's there's diamonds in the rough of of kids that don't see track as something that can be beneficial or fun. You know, it's not as hyped up as you know the basketballs and footballs of the world the sports um, scene. But man, talk about a kid that played basketball his whole life, had no idea how good he could be at this. And it's just something that, you know, any high school, even college coach, uh, don't be afraid to go to your your rec center. Don't be afraid to find that kid in the hallway that, you know, find that kid at, at in PE that has, you know, the innate ability. Um, you just never know. So cool story. Yeah, so. it is. Hey, do we, uh, I mean, you think you could like long jump too maybe like just really far i've seen this we'll, we'll get there we'll the get kid's there. like we'll six get. three he's so caleb's a, he's a tall drink of water and yes he's, uh he's he's built like he's cut oh he's, yeah he's Very, a well put together dude you could tell that he played high school sports like yeah. the commitment that he's he has athlete. already just coming in you know wanting to be a part of this thing Handling his, handling his class as well. Mm-hmm. He's he he gets the vibe and understanding. So it wasn't like we had to teach this kid how to be a you know scheduled dedicated athlete. He knew how to do that in high school. And he's interested in um, learning. He's and a he's, coach too. Oh, so coachable. Just, Such a nice kid. Just wants to soak it in and, and learn. So right. That's awesome. Wanted to give him a, a shout out too. Fun to um, work with. So yeah, absolutely. Next one, uh, we had a. I want to shout this one out because <clears throat> she's just had like a two foot PR. Oh, Brenna. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Brenna Maslaroff is a thrower of our, thrower of ours. Um, she's a sophomore this year. So she had, uh, a sound freshman year. Um, you know, with COVID obviously it was tough to try to build into anything, mm-hmm. you know, substantial, especially when just learning the events themselves overall across all events. But, um, she had, um, an amazing, you know, two foot PR. She won the meet, uh, she threw 13 meters first time she's ever hit 13, which is like essentially 40, almost 43 feet roughly. Um, so that was a big time throw for her. Um, she's going to catch, she's going to catch a, you know, a 45 for sure. It's going to happen. She had a nice, um, yeah. real nice day in weight too, I think. Right. Not like a real big PR yeah. thing, but she threw really well there too. Yeah. I well, we have a, just an all around great day for her. So our, our throws coach, she's new this year, um, bringing in just new thought processes, um, new techniques, new understanding. And, um, Brenna is now switching to rotation this year. And I mean, huge shout out to, to coach Sykes, to Brittany. Um, that was, that was an incredible growth period in this fall. Um, and obviously, you know, Brenna's a hard worker. She's, she's a great athlete and she's learning and growing. Um, but, yeah, what a great start on that throw side of things. Heck yeah. Um, so excited to see where she continues to grow. And yeah, uh, Coach Sykes, she's she's got them she's got them starting off pretty hot. So we'll we'll keep growing and seeing what happens on the throw side. But congrats to Brennan. That was awesome. Yeah. Um next one, Ryan Potter. Uh he is an eight hundred meter, four hundred, eight hundred meter guy for us. Um he was like a two four kid 
in high school, ran like 48-6 as a sophomore in high school. Um, he transferred here from a Division One school uh, to come this way. And we said, hey, instead of the 2-4, we're going to put you in the 4-8. Um, so he ended up being last year for us as a transfer. Um, was his first year with us last year of transferring over. He was a, uh, a relay leg for us in the 4x4 at Nats. Um, and just trained through as being an 800 kid last year. And then this year, his first meet, uh, for this December, you know, season, of course, he goes like 153, 25, 153, 25. Yep. Uh, that's pretty good. And he soloed it. I don't, I mean, he had his teammates with him, but Ryan's just such an immense talent that, you know, overall, like he went out there and he put together the best that he could with, you know, nothing but just track and his goal of hitting the time that he wanted to hit. Um, and it was it was awesome to watch. You know, he's got so much more room to grow. Like I said, he's a 48-point guy. You know, he just needed the the confidence and the ability to prove to people in front of, uh, in, in an actual competition that he can do this. So he's only going to get faster, you know. Um, that was a big one. I think technically right now for D3, he's number one in the country. But um, we're also, once again, across all divisions, we're talking about literally like the first Everybody's, weekend that you can really compete. Some so. schools have a meet-in. <laughs> That's right. about it. So. Um, so cool. But it's still still cool to see. I mean, don't take anything away from all these these uh, right. performances too. These are these are performances that we're talking about that any time in the year are, are they're nice. Oh, they're a, nice a 153 two should get him into NCAA's. Sure. Yep. A one fifty three two, you know, if you if you convert that to like a banked track or a um a flat three hundred meter track that you see on some indoors, because we ran on a flat two hundred. I think that converts down like a one fifty one. Are we are we where's Nats this year? Is it a banked or a No, it's at a flat two hundred. We're in North, so, okay, so there's North no, Carolina. There's uh, no conversions at the JDL fast track. No conversions this year. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um I couldn't remember where we were going. Awesome, awesome start to the year. So I'm I'm excited to see him continue to grow in that 800 range. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, next one. Let's get to the big, the big one that was so exciting. Oh man, <laughs> this was cool. This was cool. So I want to start off here by once again we talked about this in the last episode. I was nervous on how all of our lactic work would then translate into our 60s um, mm-hmm. because we took a step back on an MV esque style day slash you know we we took a basically a day that we used to do fly work on the free lap and we decided to say no we're going to have a day off we're going to be more um of a rest period there because we added a faster lactic and they have a more uh second half style lactic you know workouts you know twice a week um still had our mv days our our wicket work on some you know solid technical work but not as much as we used to and I thought, man, we're going to be rough, you know, coming out. I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, our 60s, I so just to start off here on the at Ripon, I did want to put a lot of our crew for the most part in the 60. It's easy just to get in, get out of the way, not have something after that for the you know, for most athletes. They just had that one event. Um, because this upcoming week, we're going to either go, you know, two or four, four by four, you know, something a little heavier because then we're done for a few weeks after this upcoming meet. Um, so they really just had the 60, uh, we had just lifetime PRs, men and women, men and women across, across the board, a lot of them, a lot of them. Um, and you know, give it up for, you know, having a good fall training session and learning new concepts and having that little Thanksgiving break week to, to kind of reset and and feel ready to go. You almost get a little bit of a mini taper here (laughs) in in a sense for these December meets. So they felt ready. Um, but talk about. 
No, oh, man, I was so nervous. I thought, man, we're going to be rough in the 60. <laughs> Um, like the, the the pre and the, the cool thing was just like prelims we had some great times yep. we filled the our squad filled the yep. the final right it yep. was all at UW Oshkosh which was cool yep that uh, was, before I talk about that one I want to give you know shout out to like you know Rachel Castelli oh yeah yeah um uh, Liz Wren she had a lifetime PR we had an incoming freshman Andrea Glass out of Oak Creek she's a she was a state runner in the hundred out of high school and she PR'd in her, her 60. They ran a lot of 55s in, in Wisconsin for high school. Yeah. We, uh, we do a track. Lot. So the conversion here, she still, she still had a lifetime PR relatively. So in eight, she ran eight Oh, which was pretty nice. Um, and she's only going to get better from here. She's a second half sprinter. Um, so it's nice to see her get down to those times right off the get. So, um, you know, shout out to a lot of those, uh, girls on the, on the 60 side, they, they came out, and they looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the the guy side, um, I mean, this was pretty nuts. Um, go if you want to take it away. I mean, we got well, we have seven under the 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 seven under seven just has a nice ring to it. Seven guys under seven seconds, highlighted by Jalen Grant at the with a six seventy eight. That's a new school record. Uh, that was like you saw that come across the board. And it's so fun at ripping, you know, they all come through the finish, well, any meet, I guess, but, you know, they all come through the finish line and then the board shows up kind of behind the track on the wall and you're just waiting and then you see six, seven and you're like, whoa. And And that's Jalen had our school record. He had, he ran a 681 as a freshman and, and years past, you know, we've had some great sprinters come through Oshkosh in the short sprints, but, um, I mean, nothing like that. Um, you know, guys. He made our other fast guys look slow. Like he was cooking. I mean, uh, other than Davian, big time. I mean, Davian was right, chasing him right on his tail. He got second, and this kid's a freshman. Uh, and and he ran six eighty two. Six eighty two. The former school record was held by Jalen at six seventy eight. And the yeah. idea that knowing, sorry, no, the, the, the former school record was held by Jalen Grant at six eighty one. Yep. Yep. Davian as a freshman runs 682 for his in, first in his meet. First meet. <laughs> and his first meet almost breaks the school record, but now the school record just got dropped even more because Jalen decided to, to tee off a 678. It'll be it'll which be awesome. is absolutely unbelievable. It'll be for, awesome to for see him. The, That's awesome. Those guys just pushing each other cuz it, it any given day Davian could possibly pop a 677 out and you know, they could go back and forth possibly. I mean, I'd love to see it. Well, here's but, what's here's what's even more nuts. You know the the next the next few guys. You know, yeah. Um, Aaron Richardson, who's a long jumper, two hundred meter guy for us, and he's you know he's our two leg in the four by one in years past. He's a senior, um, but you know, Aaron went six ninety. Uh, that's just that's just a high tide raising all ships on this one. He decides to go six ninety. Uh, Robert goes six ninety three. Denzel goes six ninety five. And then you had RJ and Joey go six ninety nine. And then Adrian was our eighth, and he rounded off a seven oh oh. So we got all eight into the final because it was based on just top eight times go. So it was a uh, Jalen Boatman is uh, a well under seven guy in the past too. Just not his best race to start the season at seven oh six. But you got to think that he didn't even Adrian, make the final, right? <laughs> he didn't make the final in his first. That's crazy. But you got to think that Jalen Boatman and and Adrian are going to run under seven as well. That'll oh, be nine yeah. guys. Well, Jalen Boatman, who didn't even make the final this past meet, he ran last year six ninety one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Bobby, who went 693, has gone 688. Um, Aaron definitely PR'd. Obviously, Jalen and Davian's new. They PR'd. In London? Um, London Little? London's a freshman. He ran 707, and he was 10th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what others? What a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was 707, yep. That yeah, Once again, that is legitimately a a new culture, a new brand of, you know, what we've been trying to build here just as a sprints crew overall for all, for, you know, all sprinters, hurdlers, jumpers, both genders. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just cool to see on that side, you just have a a nucleus of about eight to 10 guys uh, that are all just duking it out in practice, you know, and that's why I didn't do much block work either. Um, Let them come to the meet and finally go to the meet and just see what happens. You know, don't, feel like you have to beat the crap I out think, of each uh, other all week bobby bobby said something about he's like i'm about to get but have every day i practice i'm going to bust my beep you know like can i don't want to be swearing it's a kid show you're here, gonna but, he's gonna get his butt busted is what you're saying Yeah, he's like i'm getting my butt busted every day i practice now he's like gosh oh. dang you, you could just, be, that's what's fun you could be ninth on our on a meet day but like two days beforehand you're a top three guy in practice so it was absolutely wild to see that yeah um and those, those guys are just gonna keep pushing each other to get better so i guess this it's, thing this honestly shows us it's your favorite thing to say is uh oh, how does the uh how does your saying go is a high tide raises all ships yeah it's just like we're gonna keep pushing each other in that 60 and, and it's a fun yeah fun to watch. They're, they're amplifiers it's just fun to watch. they're amplifiers they're so committed to it they love it and and everybody else on the team too you know we, we're pretty balanced you know with all mm-hmm. events and so they love seeing it um, people are enjoy that, enjoy seeing that show. And then there is something kind of fun about the 60 and the hundred. It's kind of the, oh, sure. the, you know, the, the, the big bright fireworks style event. So everybody wants to kind of see it and go, wow. And then it's like, you know, done. But you know, during that little blip of time, ironically, the, the shorter the show is the more impressive so oh, yeah. it's it's yeah. more entertaining you know so overall i was really excited for those guys yeah i mean it's always good to see uh you when i'm at the high jump area coaching there and obviously you get to it's not like a constant thing you know an athlete jumps you get to kind of just kind of look around and see what's going on so i get to see all the events really most of the time and seeing you run over there and like what no what just like you're losing your mind it's, it's always fun it's always fun because i know how I know how uh, stressed and kind of nervous you were and just like anxious to like get to that first meet and we're hoping we we're going to do good. And then sort of just kind of a, wow. And not even just a, it's like a, oh, like, wow. Uh, you, you feel this too, but you know, when, when you recruit athletes to come to your program, to your brand, you want them to obviously just do so well you're nervous yeah. but you're nervous for them you're also nervous for the the i the which is, happens is is failure to occur too and and mm-hmm. facing that adversity um you know and, and it's always nice to know if you can start off on the you know the right note um and we really took off you know so i'm nervous for them too like i want this to work like i'm putting you know as coaches we put our heart and souls into this to watch them get better to see their reactions to see their faces because that's what we sell to them Mm -hmm. you know we sell from a recruiting perspective like if you come here this is what we can give you for an experience and so it's a lot more um you know, it's just a lot more it's rewarding. lack of a better word. It's just a lot more. Yeah. Enjoyable sure. to see their faces being, that's why you do it. You know, yeah. that's honestly why you do it. So yeah. It's um, not, yeah. Yeah. Man, for sure. Fun, fun, fun. First meet. Um, for sure. Gotta get to next week. We'll talk about that later on, but let's, uh, great start. Want let's, just, it's okay to, you know, celebrate it. Heck so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's take a look though. 
I think this is something we like to talk about a lot. Maybe we haven't so much on the podcast yet, but let's take a look at like the kind of how we discuss like the national comparison, like how D3 sometimes can really measure up to D1 because um, track is a measurable sport. It's not, yep. you, you can't say like, like for example, the, the my favorite one in sports is like, oh, you know, like the teams that are winning the NBA championship now would kill the 90s Bulls and all that. It's like, okay, well, you can argue that all day, but track and field, it's just a time clock. It's a, it's a measurement. It's whatever it is. Um, yeah, like you so said. So it's measurable. Comparisons are always tough. You, you could always, there's always going to be some, you know, little detail that you can flip it either way. And mm-hmm. so I guess overall, um, you know, when you compare divisions across the board, and, and actually, you know, scroll this down a little bit, you know, we can kind of jump around in here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we we want to kind of have this next talking point be started off this way. So to preface, you know, we're, we're going to be objective, as objective as we possibly can. I mean, obviously, we are going to have some relative bias. We're going to be subjective in a certain sense because we're Division Three coaches. Um, you know, that's just that's just where we feel like we found the love of the sport. Um, our division I feel is, um, the most wholesome, the most authentic, the most genuine division. Um, but overall, like that's only because we simply provide an experience where it's literally about your academics and your athletics, and there's nothing really financially binding you here to, you know, stay, say that you have to stay here. Um, and and that's, so I guess, yeah, it gets talked about a lot, but like, it's just, you're here because you want to be here. You're here because you want to see yourself improve. And so the other real quick before I let you uh, speak on this one too, is just, I want to preface this as well. We're talking about just college track here and I, and you probably already said that. I'm sorry. No, Um, but we're not going to talk, you know, division one versus division three. That's not my end goal. That's not our end goal. No, we're really just talking about the idea of like what, the comparisons like what division for high school athletes, like what division is meant for you. Um, and we do want to really just silo this to being track and field field only, because that's really what we only know. I'm not going to go into other levels of sport. And it's probably a different Um, ball game when you're talking football or basketball. You nailed it. We're just, we're just talking track and field at the collegiate level. Yep. But, and, and I would say too, this is, this is, this is not no, by no means I should say, us trying to knock D1, D2, anything like that. It's just, like you said, we're just trying to simply amplify kind of what we know. Right. Across all, we said it before, high tide's going to raise all ships on this one. So mm-hmm. the the premise here is that we're trying to show that track and field can be great at every division. Um, that's our real point of emphasis on this. Um, measurables are across every division. You know, your time is your time. Your mark is your mark. Um, so when... We have high school athletes or even high school coaches, uh, and I have you know buddies in every division that coach college track. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it really is about what program is the best fit for you, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that I want to make sure I'm also bringing into this you know conversation piece. You know, our I'm not going to stand on you know other college programs and divisions' shoulders to make myself look taller. That's not the idea. You know, we're not trying to pull anybody down to make us look better. Um, it's just simply about amplifying everything. So yeah. that's what we want to make sure we're really like laying down for a foundation. It's got something in my eye, man. Um, laying down a foundation on uh, what we're trying to really say here. So when we do some comparisons, it's not about which is better. You know, this one is not where you want to be. This is where you want to be now. Nah, we're just trying to share this. We're just trying um, to show that, you know, D3 is here too, sort of too. 
D2's kind of like, here, yeah, NAIA's yeah. here, junior college is mm-hmm. here. Good point. I, I'm, Good point. I'm not a huge fan of the, you know, D1 bound or division one or bust. Uh, you have obviously different experiences at different levels. I mean, and guess in all honesty, even when you break down division one, especially in college track, because it is also measurable, your experience at division one can be massively different too. Even, um, even if you were to hit the same marks and everything, you could have the same exact season in division one or division three, and it can be a massive thing. It's not massive not difference saying, of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in front of you. like, yes, it, let, let me interject if you don't mind real quick. Uh, my, my favorite comparison to make, um, and this is, I'm not trying to tell people which was the right way for them, but my, my comparison I make is like, you can be, for example, you know, high jumps, sort of my thing. You can be a, 206, 207, 208, 910 jumper in, in the men's high jump. Give them, give them feet and inches just in case. Uh, yeah, like maybe you know 610 to 7 feet. Uh, and that's okay, so it's like 212. Okay, so, so okay, say maybe like 68 to 610, somewhere in there. That's sure. a that's a that's a uh, all-American jumper for sure, unless it's a weird year, but for sure in, in D3. Now, you can be an all-American jumper. You might have a chance to pop a good one. You might... Uh, win it all you might be d3 national champion usually that's about a seven foot jump almost every year um oh yeah i just yeah so to break it down a little bit more at the national meet at the national meet when you're there i bet a six nine will get you all american now usually that whatever it takes to all american at the meet is usually what it takes to get in so like 206 Mm -hmm. that's true 206 which is like what six nine six nine and some change like six nine point five it's 206 yeah. to 207 is going to get you into nationals if you can replicate that at the d3 national championships that's going to get you most of the time in all american yeah and like you're saying usually though there's a you know two or three guys that'll going to clip a seven mm-hmm. maybe one kid tees off and goes seven two yeah but and that's what we're trying to express is you can be a seven one seven two kid and be a national champ and contributing to your program. And and also you can be taking those, you know, six, eight, ten points, putting them towards if you are going to an elite level program, you are contributing towards a trophy, possibly a national championship as a in team. division three. In division three. But if you take that to division division one, I mean, what do right. you gotta be? What is division one high jump all American? I mean, are we talking you gotta be seven two? Seven, seven two? So to, to be an all American? Let's do it this way. If you are if you're going to compare and contrast every division, let's just try to keep it at the national level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that probably the most easier. fair? Yeah. Like the most fair way to really kind of compare these scenarios is let's let's do it at the national level. So if that's the national level for D3, it's like a 6'9", 6'10", is going to get you in and it's going to give you an All-American experience and 7'1", seven, 7'2". Seven, I don't know what the D3 national record is. It's probably like 7'4", something I would like guess, that. I guess, yeah. Um, somebody's probably hit that at some point. Um, but at division one national level, I mean, you're, you're having world-class level talent at division one, meaning like, it's not just the fact that it's division one and it's going to probably have like a, a seven, four is going to get you into the national meet seven, three, uh, for, for high jump outside. But like, there's so much depth even in division one at that highest level, the saturation there is it's simply because you have people from all over the world that are going to these universities, these power five high end 
track schools, mm-hmm. <laughs> the SEC. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, you're getting guys that are girls. I mean, I don't want to just have it just be guys. I know we're using the example of just guys for this. Sure. Um, but overall. Well, girls is, just to interject quick, girls is actually seems to always be a wider gap, even between like division three and one, usually for girls. Like, you know, guys in division one at the, at the elite level, at the national level, in division three but it's am i wrong in saying like girls seems to even be farther apart yeah uh that's really because when you get to when you get to that level for for scholarships for d1 you're gonna have there's more scholarships on the women's side than there is men's mm-hmm. is that a title nine yeah title nine thing? yeah um so just, there's just more financial opportunity to offer um on on the women's side um and i guess if you want to break down the statistics i think I guess I don't want to speak, you know, something I don't know, but I thought that from a participation perspective, there are more men that will participate in track and field in college mm-hmm. than women. And that might even be true for high schools. I think there's more participation in for high school track on the men's side than the women's, I think. So mm-hmm. my my point is like when you see that separation for women's side of things for division one compared to D2, D3, NAIA, you see a bigger gap of, or a bigger range of that talent because there's more scholarship opportunity for the women's side. And you're going to really be able to funnel like top end jumpers yeah. uh, in that range. And so when it comes to division three, it's just a little bit harder to get that five ten high jumper, five eleven high jumper to be a division three out of high school to be a division three athlete because they're going yeah. to get more well, financial opportunity here, and, and I'll, and all power to them. I want them to go where they feel is the best yes. fit for them. Yep, so, yep. um, here's a great comparison I'll make like, again, at the high jump thing at the national level. Um, I just popped it back to 2019 and 50, more than 50 guys went seven feet or more in division one, uh, in 20 guys. This is for men outdoor. Sure. More than 50 guys jumped at least seven feet or higher. Right and uh, give me the, the top. Best. Give me the top twenty just for for reference. Yeah, here. I mean the top the top guy is two twenty seven. A couple of them up there two twenty seven, two twenty six, two twenty five, which is two twenty seven, seven five. Yeah, and and it's just like it, there's there's fifty. But look at this, and there's maybe a couple that do it in D three. So you can 14, be a, 15, 16. The top sixteen guys keep scrolling down. Yeah, yeah. The top keep scrolling down. Look how many guys have jumped seven two. Yeah. There, there's twenty five. Twenty five. There's twenty five men that jumped seven two and some change. Twenty nineteen outdoor. Which, like, if you're a D three kid, you go seven two, you're winning you're, it. Yeah, you're. Um, if you go seven feet, in, you're probably one. No, if you go seven oh, feet in D one, you're not even making the national meet. Yeah, there's a good chance you're not. If you only go seven feet. So you don't want to put a <laughs> lid on anybody in high school. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're a six six to six ten kid. In high school, don't think that you have to go Division One. When in reality, you can get that six eight to six ten, give you those opportunities to compete at the next level for Division Three, which is last chance meets, and then nationals to get that next bar. If you're going to a D one school, you're going to have conference. You're gonna it, it's it's and, and then the, you're done. I mean, unless you make the national meet, which is looking around seven two. Mm-hmm. You're if you jump six eleven, your your conference. You had one hell of a year, but six eleven is a great jump, oh, and you can even yeah. say that it's D one level, of course. But overall, like your your six eleven could get you to score points at your conference meet. 
But for indoors, like your season's pretty much done. Like right. if you go six eleven in D three, in D two, in NAIA, in junior college, you're going to nationals. Yep. You're a nationals level kid. So just future, you know, thoughts out for those high school kids is I would, I would probably tell you that where I can be biased or subjective on this is if you're at that bubble range where you're going to have division one, division two, division three, NAI, junior college, look at you. But if you're in those D2, D3, NAI ranges, junior college ranges to be a national qualifier, don't sleep on those opportunities. No. Um, mm-hmm. Really because we could argue that you'll actually jump better at those divisions and you will go D1, going D1. I'm just going to get you more cuts at the deck. Yeah. I'm going to get you more opportunity. You know, if you're, if you're a girl and you're running the 100 and you go 12, you go 12-1 in the 100 for Division three. You're making last chance meets after conference, which there's two weeks of last chance meets. So let's say you go 12-1 at conference for our conference. Mm-hmm. You're going to be an all-conference runner. Then you're going to go to last chance, and you're going to have a chance to get that 12-1 to 12-0 or maintain second week, maintaining your position. Maybe you run like 11-9, and now you're going to the national championships, which is that fourth and final week, and then you can put down that 11-7, that mm-hmm. 11-8, that 11-6, and now... You're an All-American. Mm-hmm. If you go 12-1 to 12-0, 11-9 at Division One, you're going to have your conference. And then you're going to go home. And then you're you're not going to have regionals. You're not going to have the ability to go to the national championships. Right. To continue to build. So where you'd stop at that 12-0, we're going to get that 12-0 to the national meet. And then most importantly, this is where I really Run sell. Run against the other... You, just- you, speedsters there right at at the division three level you continue to be amplifying off of your next event or next meet because it becomes more competitive and it becomes more valuable um Mm -hmm. you know but that's that's really what i want to try to make sure i'm telling kids is like it it, to sum it all up you know when somebody says what division is for you technically all of them i mean the, the the spectrum of ability for division one is here at world elite to down here um, which is not world elite. I would say <laughs> if you take, if you take division three, um, and you take our conference, for example, the WIAC, the WIAC, however you want to pronounce it, the Wisconsin intercollegiate athletic conference. Uh, it's deep. It's, it's our sec of oh, division, division three. three for track and field. Sure, That's a good way to it's, put it. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a deep, deep, um, conference. If you really want to be honest, and this is all on measurable. You can look this up on TFERS. I would argue that this conference for all events, just as a depth perspective, is probably just as good, if not better, than almost half the D1 conferences. Yeah. We're probably somewhere mm-hmm. in like here. What, well, so, probably every one of them, almost all of them, I should say, except for the Power 5 conferences. Sure. Yeah, sure. You, you take your Power 5 conferences, which are, what, SEC, PAC, what are the Big Ten, obviously. Yeah, Big 12, uh, Big Pac-12, 12, 12, Pac-12, ACC. ACC. And, and that's um, where, though, you can see for our conference. So if you're if you're top end for our conference, which means you're top end for the na- for the nation. For sure. Because the, the top 10 teams in the country for both – top 10 teams in the country for D3, I bet like four or five of them every single year in the top 10 from our conference. Yes. It's nuts. Yeah, we you are know, like so the it's SEC really, of Division Three conferences, it, the WIAC. Exactly. WIAC, WIAC, whatever you want to call it. You know, so that's something where you can even argue that you're going to be able to be a WIAC 
WIAC conference athlete and be able to beat power five conference kids at D one schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the cool thing is, is in college track regular season, you will compete regular season against D one, D two, D three, NAI yeah. junior college. You'll all compete against each other. Mm-hmm. It's really more about the programs that's let, that lets you in. And it's about the measurables that it takes to get to certain meets and yep. division doesn't regular season. It doesn't always matter. It, no. it, it really depends on the measurable that you can give. Yeah. What's the so, right fit and feel for you? I guess so is it, the big, yeah. The end of the can day. You th- like think of the D twos, D threes, NAIs at that national level, those national level programs in the, in those divisions would be a sound, a solid division one school. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. A, an above, a, an above average to average D one school well, for track. We, We're talking all events, not talking about specific events, from a encompassing perspective, you're going to see athletes that could definitely in D3, D2, they could be all American. You could see years where there'd be all Americans for D1 that are D3 athletes. I think if you take us at Oshkosh, so it's, um, we, we, it's all we would fit based. well into a lot of D1 conferences. Our team right now would fit well into a lot of D1 conferences, except for the Power Five, the, the Moans we mentioned that are, they're just a little out there. Every team is a stud. But I mean, like, Say, uh, what is like, green, uh, what is not all, not all, not all no, power no. five conference schools. True, true. You're right. They're not are all. better. I would, oh, I would argue all. that not all power five conference schools are better than us, are true. better than us. Lacrosse, Eau Claire, a white wall. Like <laughs> some schools, just some universities in general, don't put that much money or emphasis into their track teams. So it's, I'm not trying to say that we're like trying to, you know, size ourselves up to the those programs yeah, we're not trying to take on usc here <laughs> or anything well no i'm not i'm not even trying to take on a, a lower level yeah. school in those conferences sure but uh but just yeah we could yeah. hang in some yeah. relative form in those d1 bring bring the ducks over for a duel oregon yeah we get slapped <laughs> yeah it would just be bad it would hurt just slapped Ooh, uh, it would physically hurt i don't even know yeah, yeah we're not making that argument people well a, a duel um, between them and USC at Oshkosh. We didn't. We're not in it. We're, we're not in it. it. We're just hosting. Yeah, we're just hosting. Okay. That'd be fun, though. I mean, that'd be fun to watch. Yeah, I, I tell my athletes work the, the closest you're going to get is working the sand pit. But uh, <laughs> work the meat, baby. But Let's like go. once again, like the whole idea we want to make sure we're sharing is that big time marks can happen in those Division three realms, Division two realms, and AI, and they can even be national qualifying standard, all American level for Division one. So it really comes down to once again, like we when you're done with signing your name to whatever college you go to and you put it on social media and whatnot, and, and I want you to have that experience. I want you to find your fit, mm-hmm. but make sure it's for legitimately the right reasons. You know, don't just go to a university for the, the, the number after division. Don't do that. Find your fit on it. Find that program because even in division three, division two, division one, um, every track program is going to have a, bigger emphasis on even events too. Mm-hmm. Um, where we do get kind of lucky is college track scholarships, just from a coach's lens, they're kind of a double-edged sword. You know, for example, if I'm competing for a recruit uh, in the Midwest and they have, you know, a division one school offering them too. And if you're a division one school, uh, you're offering that dollar. And if I'm in the conversation, let's say that there's four, let's say that there's four jumpers and they're all of the relative same ability. Let's just say, for example, you know, they are, you know, 23, 22 high foot long jumpers for guys. 
Okay. So 22, six to 23, four. Okay. That level of ability that division one school is going to probably have the, the financial dollar to offer one of them. Well, now the other three are going to feel like they don't have, uh, you know, there's no skin in the game on them. They're going to end up being a walk on. And of course those other three they, they could go walk on to that D one school, but a lot of them are going to end up going to Oshkosh lacrosse, the white waters of the world, the North centrals of the world, you know, just for an example. So the, the D one's going to take that one and then we're going to get the other two or three. Yeah. You know, D three. And, and then we're going to find out from a developmental perspective who grows in which areas and which way. So what's kind of rough on that division one scene is they want, they want all of them, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. And they want to try to be able to pitch all of them. But when it comes down to is if you can only give enough money to one or two of them, then the other two are going to feel like they can't, you know, they're not, they're not at that level. They're going to feel like they're slighted in a certain <clears throat> sense. And that's what my D one buddies tell me too. So like, it's kind of frustrating when you are at a university where you can only offer and a kid wants to worry so much about the dollar. And that's the thing too, is athletes don't worry so much about the dang dollar. If it is a division one school and they don't offer you, but it's still the best fit for you and you want to walk on go. Yeah, for sure. Do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, be there for the you, right reasons. You overall. and I, you and I will really, honestly, I think if, if we had, we were talking to a recruit, uh, a high school senior and, and they said like, Hey, uh, I just really like the feel at this Division One program. They're not off. We're not going to try to. I mean, yeah, we might try a little bit. Nah, well, come on, you know, like give them a little bit of last a last pitch. But if that's what they like. That's where they should go. We last thing we want is have someone come to Oshkosh and then be like, ah, correct. This was not for me. The, the only time that me. I'll ever push back or challenge a kid to think differently mm-hmm. would be, I've I want to go to this school only for the division. I want to be like, I've always just, I, you know, when you get that conversation piece going, like I've always wanted to be division one. Sure. It's, it's the, and it's, and it's, the aura. it's, it's the aura of it. And it's like, well, and I'm going to do whatever in my power to just go to a D one school, regardless D1 of school. the location, the mm-hmm. price point, the program, the fit and feel. It's all about just having the ability to put that on my handle on one athlete Twitter. Yeah. And, and it, then it you feels... get frustrated because they, and, and rightfully so, they don't know because we need to be able to project this more as other divisions or especially, you know, those universities that want to share that if you come here, we're going to take care of you. We're, we want you here. We want to develop you. Right. We good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so overall that that whole premise just basically is don't sign your position there when you know that you could actually end up having a better experience a more quality opportunity. And believe it or not, these other divisions have schools that are straight up good. Oh yeah. Better than the schools that are in that division that you think you need to be in to validate your ability. Yeah. Don't do that. So let, let the measurable validate you and the division across all divisions can, there's schools in every division that can get you to the pinnacle of your ability. Let's let's find that fit. Let's just f- let's have no. You're good. You're good. Um, I think when I I like to let you just kind of rant and go on when you're when you're on a on a My good bad. one. No, you're good. I I like that. I think you really had some really think good things to say. But what I was gonna say is like you just spoke about the measurables. You know, you, it's so easy to compare. Uh, you and I were just talking about some of the comparisons that we were just kind of popping around on again first oh, week, yeah. first week. But we were popping around on some of the comparisons where you look at some of the really nice times distances whatever put up in d3 
you know, we were just kind of just just for fun, just looking to see where they fall into the D one category. I mean, I mean, this this will be more. This will be a better comparison, of course, as we get into January and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, uh, what was one? Uh, oh, uh, that uh, what's that dude from uh, the men's five k? Men's five k was it? Oh, uh, yeah, the John Carroll kid, Alex Phillip. Alex Phillip, um, yeah, yeah. He was a cross country natty champ this this past fall. Yep. And then he just goes out there and runs sub fourteen <laughs> at Grand Valley State. You what know, the heck, D three kid ran. <clears throat> Thirteen fifty eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thirteen fifty eight. I mean, yeah. yes, like you just said. So we we give some actual measurable comparisons to kind of like say be, if anybody's out there saying, okay, we'll prove it through some numbers. Okay. Well, we'll I guess we'll start this year, and, and you said it. Uh, it's the first week. Very few schools have even <clears throat> participated yet in Division One. But that'd be thirty third in D one. Right. Thirty third. Very nice few time. schools in D one have participated. Sure. But arguably, well, so. Same so with us, I guess. Yeah. So, and tell me wrong. Once it once it starts to get saturated out on where people are, um, it'll be split. Thirteen fifty eight is still um, a really uh, nice time. It's a really nice time, you know, yeah. across the board. You know, we're not trying to say that Alex is going to go be a, you know, a top eight. He's a top eight guy in Division One. We're not saying that, but we're saying that that's one hell of a time, and he's only going to keep growing from that mark too. Yep. Um, and, and rightfully so across us, this is expanding and compounding throughout the season. But with the snapshot that we got, that's just pretty impressive or cool to think, Hey, with the D one schools that have competed and there's quite a few, he's still actually 33rd. It's a a decent sample size to start off. Just knowing that that's also a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, another one here, uh, actually for all those junior college kids, here's something to think about. There was, uh, in D three, the, the, there's a guy out of. Ben you uh, ben Benedictine. Uh, I know them well. I used to coach there. Uh, they, they had a kid uh, that's a, a junior college kid. Uh, he's there now. He ran 801, just first meet of the year. I think that actually was also at Grand Valley State. Um, so there's D2, D3, D1, junior colleges, NAI schools at that large meet that Grand Valley State hosts he, in the Midwest. He's and, a Juco. He came from Juco and transferred to Ben U, right? You said? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, where did um, you say he was at? Tr- tr- Triton. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah, I had to look this up because I was obviously just And he, with that 801 right now, would be number nine, tied for number nine in D1. So oh, it's really? A, it's a top 10 time. D1, I was just looking that Right. Up. Now, I, you're going to have, like we said, in the, at the end of the year when it's yeah. all said and done, an 801 for Division One is not anything to, from a national, we're, if we're going to, once again, say from level. a national level, it's not gonna do you much sure but it's still a sound time that 801 you could take that to any division one division two division three and AI junior college and they would say that that is a good time yeah like just respectfully respectably it's a good time across the board if you're starting to crack eight and go sub eight or or very close to it because you got to think that he's gonna follow that up at some point this season with a sub eight get into the seven nine seven eight seven you know whatever it might be yeah i mean that's cool here's what's cool At, at that grand valley state holiday open he won it. Uh, he went 801. D3 guy he beat D2 it. guys, D1 guys, NAIA guys, mm-hmm. and he won it. He won. Um, so just food That's for cool. thought, 801. Cool. To, next guy was 803, 806, 819, 828. Uh, a decent field. And it's just cool to know that, yes, you can go junior college and then go to a Division three school and find success. So or props to those coaches at Venue. Props to that to, to Corin yep. uh, is his name. Corin That's Leonard. awesome. I, I, I always love it when I see guys – go division three after junior yeah. college and realize that like 
there's good track there yeah. and keep amplifying and building off of that. Yep. And, and it doesn't have to always be, Hey, go junior college to go D one. Like you see on every last chance you scenario, yeah. um, especially in track it's measurable. So congrats to, to Corey. He's only going to keep getting better. So that's cool to see. Yeah. Um, and we talked about this. I'll bring this one up for, for women's high jump here. Um, right now the best high jump is almost five, eight. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah for yeah. D three, uh, yep. Peyton. So she's a five, eight girl already from last year, but she'd be t- tied for 20th, uh, in D one. Yeah. Which, we were looking at that comparing it to Riley and stuff. And it's just like, Ooh, that was a nice well, yeah, jump. She, she basically started off the year saying, Oh yeah, I'm going to go casually jump. Like a, what is it? Five, seven and seven eights or three quarters. What yeah. it, she's already jumped five, eight from last year. She's at Ohio uh, Wesleyan. But starting off that hot. Yep. Ohio Wesleyan. Peyton Howell. Like, hey, guess what? High school athletes. If you're high school, high jumpers, if you're jumping five, four, five, five in high school, uh, you can jump that five eight that you know you want to have as a goal time in your life and have it equate to an awesome experience. Possibly a national at any, championship. At any division. Uh, yeah, she's only going to keep jumping better. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, it's awesome to see. You yeah. Know? Well, hey, here's a great one. Let's let's compare like our sixty, our sixty guys. Oh, that just happened here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Our, our sixty guys. Well, let me let me look that up. Because uh, you got Jalen, Davian, they got to be up there, and even Aaron yeah, Richardson. Yeah. All on all six nine or under. If you look at that, okay, six seventy eight yep. would be fifth in D one. I don't want to get ahead of myself here well, on right. what's going to happen throughout <laughs> sure. the throughout this year. But again, um, it's exciting. But let's just say this. I'm, I, I think it's okay to say this, I guess, for the most part. We feel at Oshkosh that our sprints crew is going to be one of the top sprints crews in Division Three. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be the best. I have no healthy, idea. But let's just, take, let's just say from a 62-4 group, we're going to try to stay as a top-tier sprints program in D3. Sure. And then, so let's just say that. So from a national scene, from a D3 realm, we are one of the top programs that you can find. I'm not going to say top because that's not going to do that. One of, yep. because One of, because We're, there's some damn good sprints crews in this. Yeah. Any, not only in any this given country, day. but our own dang conference. Any given uh, day. Our yeah. own state. <laughs> so our own state. Within a couple hours. Right. So overall, let's just take Jalen's mark. That 678 is tied for fifth right now in D1. And six, if you tell someone that I run 678 in college. The sad part is, is everybody's going to assume that you're, you're just a, Division you're One. You're a Division One athlete. Yeah. They're like, so how oh, about you play the game this where'd way? Where'd you go? <laughs> how about you play the game this way? Instead of saying what times get you to what you know experiences here, here, and here, what's annoying is if somebody says she's a 5'8 high jumper, they're going to go, oh, well, she's got to be D1. Or I'm, yeah. a, I'm, an, I'm a sub 14 5K'er inside. Oh, he's a D1 kid. Why, yeah. you know? I run six seventy eight, and Jalen was national runner up last year with a ten four um, at at outdoor Nats. Which ten four? Somebody says I run ten four, they're automatically well. Oh, he's got to go D one. Uh, yeah. No, like you'd be surprised at what Division three and obviously Division two and NAI have to offer junior college, of course. But it's just cool there to is know just that some studs lurking around in all the every division. Here, we'll we'll give Davian some props. Uh, he's a freshman, people. And he decided to say, I went 10-6 in high school. I want to go to a Division three program that I feel comfortable for a great fit. Uh, Davian's time with the 10-6, he'd be recruited by pretty much everybody and their grandmother for all divisions. Um, you know, okay, I get it. If, you know, 
Texas A&M isn't looking for a 10-6 kid out of Wisconsin, fair enough. But like a Division One school is going to look at a kid that runs 10-6 in high school and say, I'm interested. Well, you're, I'd like you're, to see what you can keep doing. Your schools like Milwaukee and a bunch of the northern, uh, the northern Illinois, oh, especially Chicagoland schools. Yeah, yeah they'd well, love, even Power every Five. One of them would love to. Have even them. Power Five. If you take, you know, your your Madisons, your yeah, yeah, your the Badgers, the Badgers would look at a ten six kid and go, "You want to join the team? Yeah, come on. We're over. gonna give it, give a ten six kid a shot to see what he can do. Heck of course yeah. they would. Yeah, yeah, they now, would. are they gonna give him money? I don't know. I mean, overall, it depends once again on each program's preference on where they want to put their and dollar. What they're looking because unfortunately, track just gets such less scholies, so they have to you know pick and choose. But mm-hmm. that kid went to a D three institution. He is a freshman who goes six eighty two in the 60, which is 21st in division one. And then the irony is, is he's not even the best kid on his own team at division three well, because the other kid happens to be a six seventy eight guy. Well, in, and there's going to be other six, seven guys and other six, eight guys yeah. in the 60 for division three, there will be more. So it's just cool to know that you can go to division three, have that six, seven, six, eight come across the board and you're going to be an all American. This, the, the one thing I'm real quick, mm-hmm. that's six seventy eight or that six eighty two is not even going to come close to the national championship qualification mark oh, for, for Division one. one. No, it's not. You're right, 100%. So if a kid's dream is like, man, I want to go 6-7. I want to go 6-8. I want to, I want to contribute, and I want to see what I can do at conference, and my goal is to be a 6-7 kid. Yeah. Well, you well, still got to run like 6-6-5, 6-6-6 to get, <laughs> to get to nationals for D1. Oh, this is disgusting. So after 6-78... If a six kid runs a six seven, oh no! In Division One, they're going to go to conference, Just, and then and then they're done. Where if you go Division Two, II, Division Three, and AIA, you're going to get more cuts at the deck. Six, you, you're not even top fifty if you don't run six seventy one. Okay, as, so the fiftieth guy went six seventy one in twenty nineteen indoor. There you go, and then go oh. to the top twenty. Go, I don't even remember what it is for D one that qualifies oh, indoors. Gosh. Is it top? <laughs> is it top eighteen? Top twenty? Let's just, say, right let's just say even arbitrarily is top 24. So That's six, a 665, people. 663. 663 is 21st. Yeah. Ooh. So, Oof. once again, your 678, mm. 675, your 670 is going to get you to score points at conference. And then at the national season, you're done. Look at this guy, Grant For Holloway. D2, D3, NAIA. Top Junior the, college, you're going to Grant Holloway, They're going to last chance the, uh, meets. You're getting more. You're going to Nats. Top anyway. in, top in the sixty and the sixty hurdles. Son of a gun. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard of Grant Holloway. Yeah, he's, he's a person. He's I think he, the flamingo. I think he goes by. Yeah, the, yeah. Now, he's uh, okay. Yeah, he's he he. I, th- I think he's been. Didn't he wear like that USA jersey that one time? Somewhere? Oh, you mean when he went to the Olympics? Yeah, that, yeah, that, that one. one. Yeah, yeah that, I think he wore that. I think once. he was in that meet. For God, we're not funny. Music. We're no, not funny we're people. Not. We'll We're try not. to get better, but uh, okay. So another prime example though, of that, though, <laughs> we will try, but we will not succeed. Goof. Another prime example is just like um, we were just talking about last week, and I think we mentioned it on the podcast here is uh, you got you got a guy um, that you got a phone call from last week coming from from Illinois, a distance uh, gentleman that you're real excited about too. That that chose us over a D one school, right? Oh. I don't yes. know if we want to throw names out or Can't. anything. Sure. No. And but, uh, obviously we don't know. I mean, the season's got to finish out here, but yes, we got a verbal from a big time, a, a good runner um, that decided to say, Hey, we, we're going to go your route instead of the, the division one route. And I thought it was funny 
because his his big thing was he cared about a, a tight knit family, he cared about the opportunity to to collectively win as a program and as a team. And and no disrespect to the 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 program that he was also looking at, which we won't but, name at all either. Right, and they're a great school too. They're an awesome school. They are. Yeah, they are. Um, I think he just liked us. Like his innate of feeling was that like I feel like I'm going to be successful here. I like the relationships that I can build here. I like where I can fit in this program. And he just didn't get. We just had a vibe that he really jived with, and the only like the big reason why he was a little bit trying to figure out what to do was because not internally what he wanted. But externally in his circle of friends, you know, colleagues, I don't want to say coaches. I guess I don't know. I'm not going to name a coach that, that shouldn't do that. But I think in the outside external factors where people are saying, oh, you've ran this measurable in high school. Time to go D1. You got to go D1. Yeah. You're a D1 and guy. And he was just like, maybe I don't want to go D1. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe Division One isn't what I'm looking for. It's the program, the fit, the feel, the vibe that I get. So, and a right. lot of times kids will choose to go to a certain level to think that they have to do that because people are saying well that's the only option that you have and you sure. don't yeah you we're, have others so and needless to say we're excited on that one that's going to be um, yeah well he's going to be a he's, hey, he we see and, him as a cornerstone of our distance crew well, and, and remember, building that up in the oh, future for sure and Heck yeah remember like we're division three so i don't got a national letter of intent to give this kid you know, we, we tell people that like, I don't have a national letter of intent because I don't have any athletic money to, to, to give you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we want you here. We want you here all the way. We're going to, we can't give you an athletic scholarship, but man, we're going to take care of you. But the Titan we're national gonna... scholarship kind of sounds oh, that's, good though. It's an academic scholarship. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sounds good though. It's a yeah, scholarship. It is an academic scholarship. <laughs> uh, you know, but overall, <laughs> Yes, he. We we also have other forms of aid, <laughs> Kyle. We're hey, not hey. we're not alluding to people that we have a scholarship and we call the. It's an academic scholarship, people. What are you doing? Yeah, anyway, just being funny. You're I'm being goof. funny. <laughs> um, That's what I do. So overall, he we're excited for him. You know, we're excited to have him here, and he chose to 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 come this direction. Um, and yes, he hit the academic standard that any student that comes to Oshkosh gets as long as they hit the academic requirement which is and not he gets that. which is not really high it's it's a it's a very attainable is what i'm saying so a yes. good a good high school student can attain it it's not like this it's, you have to have a 4.0 coming in oh no it's a, it's we're not harvard yeah. yeah so if that's what you're trying to say Th- that's is, what you know, i'm saying we're not harvard. i wasn't trying to like knock it i was just saying isn't is it a 3.0 is that what it is or what is the titan national i would leave that Talk to your admissions counselor at UW Oshkosh, and they will tell you what the academic standards are. Uh, if you want to ask me, I'm going to send that information, that question, directly to our admissions department. Perfect. There we go. I don't no, know. No. I, I'm not. I didn't mean to get in, though, but isn't there a standard for, to qualify yeah, yeah, yeah. for the there's Titan, a, there's, Titan National yes, Scholarship? Yeah, there's a tight, yes, there's a Titan National Scholarship cool. that you can yeah. go to. Are we trying to plug in our... Sorry, I didn't know. Of course we're, we're, we're trying to plug I didn't know if you were trying to plug bit. UW Oshkosh to take a look here. I mean... We cannot offer athletic scholarships, people. We are Division Three, But we can offer you... Never mind. I was going to say something stupid. That's just like... We can offer you a high five when you get here. <laughs> I was going to say something okay. stupid like My that. My whole so. point for him was that you... Uh, you come here from a lens of no national letter of intent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come this way because you want to be here. Um, you, and it, it all sounds our- academically, athletically financially location fit and feel that X factor kicks in. And you're just saying, I want to be here. Yep. So seems like the right fit for me. Yeah. So yeah, I 100%, mean, man. we got a, 
we got uh, we got our home meet coming up. Titan early bird, early bird uh, yeah. invites. We got on Saturday, which is that's exciting. I can't wait for that. Just kind of build, keep building on this early success that we've had across the board. Yes. So I'm excited. No, I, 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 yeah, I I'm don't still think we a little need nervous. To... Still a little nervous. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. But I think uh, <coughs> I don't think we need to talk too much about that. We can probably leave that to our next next episode here, episode five coming up in the future. Uh, yeah, out there in the future. Well, but... we will talk about the best tasting potato chips we're gonna have we, we've got to do this quick trip versus casey's uh, oh my god that's point. right oh we gotta do he it. thinks that quick trip's better than casey's and then i tell him that he's ill-informed and then we have a pizza debate on who makes better pizzas because in reality in this debate that's all that matters who makes a better pizza? no no i usually give you the pizza thing okay. casey's because he's an iowa guy uh small town Iowa guy i'm a small town wisconsin guy so we have a little bit of pride for our, you know, Casey's is an Iowa company. Did you uh, know that when Casey's in Iowa went to Wisconsin, they named their Casey's Casey's? And then did you know that when Quick Trip went so to... So we are just doing When this Quick this Trip podcast. in Wisconsin <laughs> went to Iowa, I think they had to change their name. Because it's a legal thing, man. It's like it's a, like a legal thing because there's other oh, companies called Quick right. Trips out See, there. See, they couldn't be the Quick Trip in Iowa. They had to change it to Quick Star. Yeah, Quick Star. Oh, right. Yeah. So just why, why does that man matter? They're still the best place. They're in not. Iowa. They're not even. They're <laughs> <laughs> Quick Star. You're right. It's not. If quick you can't trip even in keep Iowa. your same name at a different state, I'm gonna figure out why that is. It's got to be some sort of legal mumble jumbo. What I figured out is it's just not as good. <laughs> so that's what we got. That's anyway, hey, thank it. you for liking, viewing, subscribing. Give we always we gotta do this at the day. beginning. I keep doing it at the end. And first oh, yeah. of all, I don't even know if you can like, subscribe, because this is the first one we're going to put on YouTube. So if you watch this, you like the content, you like the podcast. Share it. Share it. Uh, stuff. We got yeah. to look uh, next episode. I think there's a good chance. Is there a good chance you think next episode might be our first uh, one we have a guest on? Possibly? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll put them right in the middle, right here. No, remember we, yeah, we talked about that one we'll, time. We'll raise Just the table. Remember up. you and I both with our arms around yep. said We're going to make that next guest feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> Just like this. They're going to be um, like, uh, I'm not coming back. Yep. And it that wasn't only the reason why. They're just going to be like, this is a train. We're not going to give him a microphone. We're going to keep trying to like make him like, <laughs> what like here, what do you think? And then back over here, yeah. every time he speaks, we'll pull yeah, it back. That's what we do. He's when they gonna, start to speak, we He or she's going to be like, this is stupid. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Hey. Goodbye.